This is what it's come to, Amit. I know. Burgers with no buns. Yep. Sad. We've reached a horrible milestone. Mm-hmm. This is No Politics at the Dinner Table. I'm Tony Biancasino. I'm Amit Prakash. Today we are being healthy and eating bison burgers with no bun and drinking gin, watermelon, something or others. <laughs> it's healthy but sad. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't think it's... I mean, it's not that set. <laughs> I don't want to exaggerate here, okay? I don't think it's a surprise right. what we're talking about. Right. I think everyone's talking about what we're talking about. But right. to top it off, we're eating burgers with no buns because we're fat. We're fat. Can you say it? Like, I for a long time, it was a denial where I'd be no. like, eh, I'm lose a couple pounds. But I'm like, I'm fat. Yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> it's You know what? It's, it's, it's the summertime. It's the summertime, I realize I might go to the beach. Sure, it's gonna go off. I might go to the pool. Oh, and I'm, here's my I'm here's getting, my option. I'm sweating thinking about that. Either go on a diet or buy a swim shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh like my like God. my children, a swim shirt. <laughs> yeah. and you're just All like, right. yeah, dude, I get bad sunburn. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're idiot. I know. I know. Oh, <laughs> I know. It's terrible. Right. This is what happens. My, I went to the doctor. Well, you know, a couple. I guess a month month or so ago, we were talking about it. Right. And she told me I was obese. <laughs> you're, ob- you're not Hold obese. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Here's what she said. Mm-hmm. Verbatim. No, okay. Not trying to be funny. Okay. She's like weighing me, grabbing my fat, doing all this shit, telling me my cholesterol side, blah, blah. And she's like, well, look, according to our records, you're actually obese. She goes, but you carry it well. <laughs> and you I do. Was you like, do, though. Yeah, I do. I was like, right. I know. It's well distributed. Yeah. That's the problem is right. that I carry it so well right. that I don't really start noticing it till it's like. Right everyone else notices it <laughs> and that's what sucks like most people like start to feel a little fat and then yeah. they start dieting but me when i am like i look in the mirror and i'm like god you're fat most people around me are going dude you got fat which yeah, sucks right. i don't get i don't have that little window right there right right for me it's when i i know i have to tug at my shirt all, all day long you just pull the shirt out yeah, with the two fingers exactly exactly i sit down i gotta sit pull down, the shirt you and grab like, okay. it Things are going it's off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually thinking about this the other day. I used to wear a lot of printed t-shirts. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I put on a printed t-shirt. Okay. Any stripes lately? Well, yeah, stripes <laughs> because they make me look a little thinner. Horizontal stripes. Yeah, I look like a like a the, no, the hamburger. You mean vertical? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, dude, it's it's awful. I I have to buy certain t-shirts that like. You know, our yeah. little baggy. Exactly. Exactly. Remember when you could put on like a Nirvana t-shirt and look awesome? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's That's... like I put on a Nirvana t-shirt and I look like I got real sad when he died to say burgers for twenty five years. <laughs> you haven't gone. You haven't moved on. I haven't moved on. Uh, yeah. Right. Like I'm like he's not dead. <laughs> anyway, I'm right. we're avoiding. The I know we're we're avoiding the inevitable. Um, Ugh, so do we need to? We have to. We have to. We have to. Um, because this is an issue that actually we actually brought up. Um, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about guns and gorillas like and so week. on. It was, was it last it was, week? I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, so, yeah, but we, we, we talked about all these gun statistics and, and, and here we are again um, with a brutal murder. I'm sure everybody's heard, but just a very quick recap. You don't um, need to On recap. Saturday night, you know, um, Saturday night into Sunday morning, three-hour ordeal. I mean, that's that's it's a... That was long. I didn't realize it was three hours. Three hours, hours until insane. he was actually neutralized by oh the cops. Oh, my God. Right? So 49 dead, 53 injured at the Pulse nightclub, um, uh, a gay dance club in Orlando, Florida. Brutal. Um, and there's also Latin night um, there. And so the... 
overwhelming majority of the people who were killed were Latino. Um, so before we get into, you know, maybe some of the political responses to this and so on, <laughs> I just want I just wanted to play you something. I wanted to play you an audio clip and ask you if you can identify it. Okay. okay. So I'm just going to play you an audio clip. <laughs> Was that really the clip? Yeah, that was the clip. I don't know. Was it World Cup 2014? No, no. That was the uh, House of Representatives um, a couple weeks ago. Um, and the reason I'm playing this is that this was... What were they doing? Yeah, so they were yelling shame, all right? Shame. Shame. Like Game uh, of Thrones. Was that at the Game of Thrones episode? <laughs> Not quite, yes. <laughs> Everybody got carried away. Right, right, right. <laughs> I didn't hear the bell. That was the only problem with that. <laughs> So here's here's a little context, all right? In July 2014, President Obama signed an executive order that barred federal contractors who were working for the Defense Department, so so you know companies working for the Defense Department, from discriminating on the basis of gender um, gender identity and sexual orientation. Yep. All right. So you can't um, discriminate on that. This May, um, there was an amendment slipped into a budgetary appropriation bill for the Defense Department um, by a GOP senator, Steve Russell from Oklahoma, which basically rescinded that executive order. Patrick Maloney, an openly gay representative from New York, put an amendment to nullify um, Russell's. Maloney had gotten enough votes with actually a good amount of GOP um, representatives to vote with him. And then something weird happened. Um, the GOP uh, representative who was acting as Speaker of the House and conducting the Congress, they're supposed to have the vote, right. and they voted. And Maloney's bill won. And there's a parliamentary thing in Congress where you have to hit the gavel for the vote to be over. And what ended up happening is that the GOP whip went over and told the GOP representative not to hit the gavel. Uh-huh. And after the vote was done, they held the gavel for eight minutes and then they got all these GOP uh, representatives to switch their vote. Um, and so the bill died. Wow. And so essentially... So you can start being... Dis- you so, start you can discriminate yeah, so you can, dis- you can discriminate against gay people. Um, and there's you know a dozen odd, odd representatives who did this. And so the reason I bring this up um, is that here are some of the tweets from these representatives who basically voted to allow discrimination against gay people um, in federal contracts after the Orlando shooting. So here's Representative Daryl Issa. Woke today and heard the heartbreaking news from Orlando. Please join me in praying for the families and the victims of those affected. Representative Mimi Walters. Praying for those affected by the senseless attack in Orlando. Another one, Walden. Senseless, horrible attack and tragedy in Orlando. My prayers are with the victims, their families, and the people of Orlando. Um, and then Representative Pete Sessions, when he was asked on Monday that in light of the shootings, he was one of the people who switched his vote. In light of the shootings, would he change his views with regard to discriminating against gay and lesbian federal contractors? And his re- this was his response. And here I quote, mm-hmm. it was a young person's nightclub, I'm told. There were some LGBT people there, but it was mostly Latinos. <laughs> 
Oh my god! Yes, yes. So Jesus. if you're Latino, you obviously cannot be LGBT. Um, <laughs> and so this is just a reminder: these are our leaders. These are the sort of the pinnacle of our leadership. Um, and I point this out not just to sort of have a gotcha or look at the hypocrisy here, but I'm, the question to you is: that, Do you think that you know when our senior leaders are basically saying it's okay to discriminate right. against a community? Right. That. Is there any sort of culpability or complicity or anything like that when something like anti-gay violence happens? Here's what I think. All right, I'm going to be dead serious here. Mm-hmm. Shame. 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 That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Okay? Honestly, so you it's disgusting. The disgusting. They're gross. These people are disgusting. That's been the biggest thing for me this week is seeing... Um, all of these conservative douchebags come out to be like, Americans need to choose. Is it uh, Islamic extremists or LGBT? Uh, what is it? LGB? LGBTQ. Or LGBTQ? LGBTQI, actually. What the fuck is that? Lesbian, gay, transsexual, queer, intersex. Wow. Yeah. Did you know that, G? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and it's like, they're actually trying to use this as a way to make us all racist. It's crazy. And I'm, and I've been, I've been actually, oh my God, I was in therapy today and I, we pretty much talked about my violence, my online violence (laughs) where I'm like, so your violent tendencies are channeled online. I'm a troll dude. I mean, I go after people. It's, it's amazing. But I, I was saying to her, I'm always so tired. I'm so tired every day. She goes, "You're at war," <laughs> and I was like, "I've never thought about it. I'm a, I'm an online soldier." Who, who are you at war with? Racists, people that are are trying to be convince the world that we're nuts because we don't think it's an actual Muslim problem or. Um, you know, we're not trying to label this. It's a mm-hmm. it's a terrorist problem. It's a hate crime. It's it's a a gun problem. We're calling it what I think it really is. And these fucking conservatives are actually manipulating their argument to make us question ours by saying you guys need to choose because in in these Muslim countries and in and and in Islam to be gay is is they they think they should be murdered and blah blah blah. And I'm like. Y'all don't even want to let them get married in America. So shut the fuck up. It's not, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm going through that where I want to rip people's heads off because it's just a way for the conservatives to jump on something because the gay thing was pretty relevant recently because, Mm -hmm. you know, normal people think they should get married. And it was a big thing lately. And because, unfortunately, they went in and and shot up, you know, a gay club. Mm They're actually trying, these sickos are trying to can make us choose. Do you, do you, because in the extreme Muslim, uh, in these extreme terrorist groups, of course, they want to kill gay people. They want to kill everybody. But they're concentrating on this one thing about how they feel about homosexuals and trying to make us feel bad mm-hmm. that now we're not calling it what it, what they think it is. So, if you voted for no gun control and if you voted against gay marriage, you should shut the fuck up. Since the Orlando shooting, there have been 93 gun deaths in the U.S. Yeah, you were saying that like last week. like like a There's one. Uh, it's worked out to about one every 17 minutes. Got what were you saying about kids? You know, kids kill. You had a great statistic, and I it was amazing, actually. I've got, um, and this is a little bit dated, but but 
I think it's a telling statistic in 2007, and I guess this is just what they have data for. Um, more pre- preschool age children were killed by guns than officers killed in the line of duty. Unbelievable, right? So four and under by um, by is, by Islamic terrorists, <laughs> right? No, it's got to be. I mean, it's right, got to be right, by Islamic right, terrorists, right, right? Right? Or unhinged, uh, unhinged uh, people right, that right. are born here but Islamic. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I mean, both the San Bernardino and the Orlando shooters are essentially Americans, right? I mean, they have different... They're Americans. They're, they're born they're here. They're born here. They're raised here. They're Americans. Um, they're hateful yeah, Americans. Yeah. I mean, um, and the fact that there's continues to be, again, this sort of rumbling ambient violence that is just tolerated in this country, um, you know, Orlando is horrible, right? It's horrible. Unfortunately... It takes these things for us to sort of pause for a moment and go to the statistics that that are now available, right? Um, but you know, I don't know. I mean, how how soon are we going to forget? I mean, that's the thing is, I, I saw I saw somebody say this, and I thought it was very telling, is that after Sandy Hook, when there was a there was a so called gun control debate afterwards, right? And basically, when it was considered tolerable for an entire kindergarten class to be shot that basically ends the debate about guns that's what right? i've been saying right if, if, you, if, if kindergarten okay. if, yeah. if little babies getting shot to death did it's, not change anything yeah. and i it's i feel terrible saying this no adult whether they're gay straight black white this is less i mean kids are right i, I feel like unanimously we could all say kids are the most innocent kids mm-hmm. we're all protective of, of babies and if 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 a scumbag can walk into a place and shoot up a elementary school and nothing happens, it's going to be tough to think something's going to happen here. Right. And let me just say, I got a bunch of friends in the military, big military guys too, like army rangers, Navy seals. I have a lot of friends. They're going to eventually be on the podcast. Most of them. And I had one of my buddies, he and I were talking, he's done multiple duties in Afghanistan, Iraq. And I and we were talking, he had texted me and said, you know, you should watch Samantha B's opening monologue, which yeah. is amazing. You should watch it yeah. if you haven't. It was pretty spot on. And I said to him, I said, it's crazy that this is like, we're, we're fighting about this. And this is a dude who is like the most badass guy in the world and a good human and smarter than everybody, right? He's got a great, got great view on, on, on everything. Mm-hmm. And he goes, we should all be super fed up. This is his thing. Military weapons are for the military. That's not a crazy thought. It's not un-American, mm-hmm. right? No one's trying to take away shotguns and handguns and, and things you can actually hunt with. But like a gun where you're going to hold it and spray? What the fuck? Why are we debating this? I don't want people to have that gun. If there were no terrorist attacks, I don't want you to have that gun. I don't trust you or Jeet. I don't trust myself with that. Right. It just should not be something civilians have their hand on unless they are in the military and they are authorized to have it. There's, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a, there's a whole debate about this. The mass shootings actually account for approximately 1% of the actual gun deaths. Right? I know. So, so there's, again, there's this other sort of violent, the weapon of mass destruction is actually the handgun, right? So the... The, but at at the same time, but that those are consistent. That doesn't deaths. mean, yeah. I mean, that's the that's the daily number, right? Yeah. That's that daily number. That's that like we're clocking. boyfriend shoots buddy, blah blah blah. Right. But not walk into a club and kill yeah. fifty on yeah, the spot. Exactly. And so the, I get that point. I mean, I think it's a good point. There's, 
there was there was a piece a few years back actually after Sandy Hook that was written also by um, a U.S. military Marine from uh, who was in Afghanistan, and he, and basically he was responding to many people who said and what actually happened. Guess what people are doing right now? They're buying a lot of AR-15s. Right, right. Um, <laughs> and his argument was basically that you know he's been basically living in a war zone where everybody's armed. And he would like to rotate back to America into an unarmed society. Yeah. Right. So, do you want to militarize all of society and have everybody walking around? Yeah. yeah. Wondering if any, if everybody might have an itchy trigger finger yeah. and it's who crazy. has what? Has, and, <laughs> and, yeah. And and this is supposed to be civilization somehow. It's the wild right? so, west, man. Yeah. It's that's it's, it's the wild west, and these assholes are trying to blame it on. Muslims, it's crazy town. Okay, so all right. Well, should we? I, should think, we, I, I think, need a drink. I need, I need a, a drink. I tell you what, I need <laughs> yeah. a drink. Yes. Because by, by the way, I could yeah. talk about this shit all night. Yeah. And it will anger me and lead me to drink more, and I might go eat a piece of bread. Okay. <laughs> That's how angry I am. I'm I don't want to drive you that far. Okay. All right, let's have a drink. Mm-hmm. Where do you get the bison meal? At the, at the market? At the farmer's market? CVS. R- really? No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, I got it. Well, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised in Carroll Gardens. I'm like, yeah, CVS carries bison. No, I got, bison um, got it at Whole Foods. I love bison. I don't even eat it because it's really good for you. It's Bison's delicious. It's tasty. Right? It's tasty. It's different. You can tell it's different, but it's, it's tasty. It's just like an aged burger. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Right? Yeah. It's nice. Very good for you. I mean, you, I, you really miss the bun when you don't have the bun, <laughs> you know? Now I just taste like I'm eating ground know, beef and know, lettuce. Yeah, well, you know what? I wasn't even thinking about it until you just said it, and now, now it's in my Really? Mind. Yeah. With every bite, I think about it. Really? This is a sad meal. We're sad. all sad. Jeet's not in his. We're not in ours. No, it's good. Next week, we got to get barbecue. Barbecue? Yeah. Just, just full meat. No carbs. Just barbecue. That can't be good for you either, though. I'm in. It can't it's be. not good for you. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't fine. It's good for you. I, I wasn't acting like, hey, it's good for you. Our healthy. cholesterol will go up, but we, we'll, we won't have to pull our T-shirts. <laughs> is, that, is that basically what you're saying? Here's a problem. When you hit 30, are you 30 yet, G? No, you're not 30. Decent of vegetarian is a little different. When, you, um, when you're 30 and over, like mm-hmm. I'm 36, you're 45. 40. Okay. 45. Um, you're an asshole. <laughs> You start doing these things. This is the biggest joke in the life. In life, as a thirty-something male, mm-hmm. you start doing these things where you're like, "I'll, I'll have a little less of this," or you go on these fake diets, right? right? You're like, oh, "I'm getting fat," and then you're like, "I won't have beer one night a week," <laughs> and you're like, "I won't have a third helping of pasta." I'm on a diet, right. and you realize. That actually kind of works a little bit if, if you're disgusting like me when you drink beer every night. Right. If you take one night off a week, you lose a half a pound. But if you really want to lose weight, unfortunately, you need to become a loser. Yeah. There's no way around it. You need to become a friggin' loser. You can't eat like 25 raviolis. Not even yeah. about eating ravioli. It's about like people are like, hey, but you don't have to work. I'm like, I'm going to go home and, and not eat. 
I'm going to go home and avoid everything I love because that's the only way I can lose weight is to not hang out with my friends, not go out to eat, not to go to a bar. You can do nothing. You got to come home and watch Netflix. Wait a minute. So you're basically saying is that as we age and grow closer to death, we have to continue to deprive ourselves <laughs> of our joys in life. Um, <laughs> no. That's so a, here's my plan. It's a dark road. If you want my plan, my plan is yeah. to avoid everything until I'm like 60. Okay. After 60, I feel like Anything you don't have that long to live. You could die at any year, honestly. Right. Then you could be a scumbag again. Okay. But those 30 to 60, those are years where like you usually have kids. You don't want to be the fat dad. Yeah. You, know, you don't, you don't want to be yeah. the fat dad. Yeah. Yeah, I get and it. By the way. You're the fat dad. I know. I'm the fat uncle. I know. I know. We're disgusting. My kids are young enough that they don't notice yet. No, they have no idea. Except for Paris, he notices all the time. Does he? He just comes up and squeezes my belly. Oh, like, hey, daddy. that's so yeah. brutal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's he, terrible. Do you punch him right in his face? No, I just look at him like, oh, God. Why oh, are you so advanced? I know. And he is. He's a total <laughs> yeah, ball yeah. He knows exactly what he's doing, too. Oh. Where are we going next? Okay, so um, I don't mean to drive you to bread here, but but um, we are going to talk about we're talking about food. The terminology. No, we're talking about the terminology about Islamic terrorism. So there's a whole debate. Uh, so you know, one things one thing that you said that sort of angered you was that how the shooting in Orlando has been basically manipulated by politicians to by um, right-wing politicians by, yeah by, by the right by the right and the left will actually say by the left too because of gun control issues right so they're both saying they're oh they're politicizing it um but but certainly by the right um and donald trump has basically said he's taking credit that fi- finally hillary clinton oh my god has agreed with him in the sense that she's willing to call this problem what it is. And here, I'm just going to give the quote. Oh that, that here it comes. Is, I guess, his view of her concession to him. Uh, quote, to me, radical jihadism, radical Islamism, I think they mean the same thing. I'm happy to say either. But then she goes on, but that's not the point. Um, all this talk and demagoguery and rhetoric is not going to solve the problem. Um, so let me just ask you, Two things, really. So one is that it doesn't matter what it's called. And secondly, well, let me just leave it at that. Do you have any views on what it should be called? Yeah. Okay. I have big views. It should just be called terrorism. Okay. Period. It's terrorism. Anytime you shoot up a bunch of people, it's beyond murder. It's terrorism. The the kid that shot up the church, the little asshole white kid that shot up the black church, mm-hmm. terrorism. That's that that's Christian terrorism. If you want to if you want to call it a religious terrorist, uh, the, the guy that shot up the movie theater. That's ter- that's what terrorism is. It's these idiots that have an idea in their head and kill a bunch of people. But to to have to label everything is it's it's motive behind some sort of an agenda. There's no difference between what this guy did at the gay club and what the white kid did at the black church. There's zero difference except more bodies this time. It's the same exact motive, which is to murder blindly to support your crazy radical idea. So I no, I don't think it needs to be labeled. It's murder. It's just mass murder. So murder, not terrorism, or. Terrorism? What? What is it? I mean, it's it's terrorism. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll say terrorism. I mean, it's interesting you say that. I mean, I, I agree with you. Yeah, but... I would say it's terror. I would say murder is like, if if you're making me do this, mm-hmm. I would say murder is a couple people. 
maybe one person. I murder you. I kill you. That's not terrorism. Mm-hmm. I think terrorism is when you attack a group of people that represent something. And I don't know if that's actually, you could tell me, that's probably not the uh, scientific term. But to me, is if you attack a group of people that you dislike, that represents something you dislike, whether it's religious, whether it's uh, uh, political, whatever it is, musically, I don't give a shit, that's terrorism. Mm-hmm. You're a terrorist. Mm-hmm. You are trying to kill a bunch of people that share a different view, view than you. Okay. Period. Okay. Uh, so you brought up a lot of stuff. I mean, one thing is that there's multiple definitions of terrorism, official definitions. So the State Department, the Defense Department, um, there's a National Center on Counterterrorism, there's the Justice Department and the FBI. They all have competing definitions of terrorism. Competing. And, then the, and, then, and then the UN also has one. Um, and then the, there's, there's What's also... What's the UN's what the, definition? Uh, Let me the, hear that one. Yeah, the UN one is, is, is essentially any intentional attack on civilians with the intent intent to sort of traumatize that community Beautiful. specifically. Right? Well, the, right. Great. Let's just live with that one. Okay. What else do you need to well, do? Well, I mean... That's pretty good. Okay. But that said, I mean, I think the larger point I want to make is that there is no standard definition. And one thing that I find interesting is that, so you brought up, and it's a very good point, you brought up the Charleston killer, Dylan Roof. Right? Yeah, he's awful. Um, and, you know, he basically showed on his Facebook page his allegiance to his terrorist group, which is the Klan, yeah. um, right? And, Confederate flags, right, Klan. And, yeah, exactly. And also the, the sort of South African um, apartheid uh, people oh, as well, right? right? So he he's, did. yeah, he's a sort of a white supremacist, right? Um, but I, I started looking this up and, and the news organs afterwards said that after the Charleston shootings, authorities were relieved that there are, quote, no signs of terrorism. Because <laughs> um, he's white. Yeah. And I want to give you another example. Um, so this one was kind of under the radar, but I remember at the time when it happened. In February 2010, a man named Joseph Stack flew his own private plane into the IRS building in Austin, Texas. What? Right? And he killed an IRS manager and he injured 13 other people. And he was driven basically by a sort of libertarian, anti tax, anti government ideology. Right. That's and like he, some fight And he had a shit. whole yeah. sort of manifesto and so on. Jesus. Um, I've and never here's, heard and of this. here's how the New York Times reported this. <laughs> While the attack, quote, initially inspired fears of a terrorist attack before the identity of the pilot was known, now in, uh, in place of the typical portrait of a terrorist driven by ideology, Mr. Stack was described as a generally easygoing, a talented amateur man, as, as generally easygoing, a talented amateur man, musician, musician with meritable troubles and a maddening grudge against tax authorities. All right, so here's a man who literally flies a plane, I mean, a la 9-11, right, into a, a government building. Um, Dude, I never even heard of and, this. That's how that's how little attention is. Getting. Right, right. And, Did but you hear he's this? but he's not a terrorist. I had no idea. Right. So, um, no, he's just a crazy white guy. And the New York Times final quote is that quote officials ruled out any connection to terrorist groups or causes. Right. So here's my question. You know, the, the, so even when you use the word terrorism, let alone Islamic terrorism, essentially when you're using the word terrorism in our society. It's implicitly Islamic, <laughs> yeah. right? Right? Because if you're Dylan Roof or if you're Joseph Stack and you're going in and causing intentional harm to civilians and government authorities for a cause, yeah. um, you're not a terrorist because you weren't Muslim. Right, right. Right? Um, and so 
for my question, but here's, here's, here's one thing is that what do we do with people like this guy, Omar Mateen and the San Bernardino people who pledge their allegiance to ISIS? Um, last minute. That was a last fake minute, ass Sure. Pledge, last, dude. last minute. That's fake. Um, but this guy's got no history of being religious. Well, we that don't, was some we, fake ass We don't shit. know. We don't know. It's very early, right? So we don't know. But here's, I mean, I think this is the question is that when people do things like this in the name of something, and in this, in this case, it's an, in the name of a religion, um, the, the argument by many Islamic leaders is that this is not Islam, right? That this is, this is, this is, this is un-Islamic terrorism, right? right. This, is, this, is, this is not Islam. Um, but there is an organization called ISIS, which is a pretty nasty organization that does a lot of things uh, in the name of Islam. Yeah, they're horrible. They're, uh, they're the Ku Klux Klan of the Middle East. Right, they're not right, real. Right. They're, they're various states around the world, like the Saudis, to a certain extent, the Iranians, um, who fund, encourage I get it. Um, some pretty awful behavior to um, various groups um, and oppress them uh, and encourage even their death at times, um, all in the name of Islam. Um, and so what do we do with that, right? What do we do with a person who says that they're doing this because they're motivated by a certain belief, a particular belief, it's not all of Islam, but it's a strain perhaps, what do you mean? What do we do with that? Well, I mean, should we not use the word, right? So, so. No, we call them crazy. Who cares? They're crazy. We're just saying, unfortunately, not recorded. There's a billion Muslims. This is a tiny, this is crazy people. Sure. This is crazy people. These are crazy people who kill. We have them in every religion, every race, every ethnicity. These are crazy people. The only reason we're talking like this is because our country is full of fucking racists. I want to sort of get us back to this question of this term, Islamic terrorism, right? Um, my question would be that if you cannot legitimately apply that term to, say, a group like ISIS and their sort of franchises, right? That, that, are, that, are, that are adopted sort of randomly. They right? are so, Islamic so, terrorists. Let me, let, me just, let me just finish, right? So that... If, if that's not an appropriate term, which, by the way, has been, there's an argument about this, right? The, the Obama administration, by the way, they don't use that term. The, I know. The official term of what they're doing is not, they don't even use the term terrorism. It's called CVE, countering violent extremism. All right. And so that's, uh, that's, it's a very sort of bureaucratic term. Um, and it's, kind of, I don't know, drained of a lot of specificity. Um, and I think this term, so Islamic terrorism, I'm just wondering, you know, is there an argument that this is a sort of problem within Islam? Not that it's a problem of Islam, but within the Islamic world, people who identify as Islamic or Muslim um, they have a strain within them that is a huge problem. Just like within the Christian world, there is a strain of people that um, are violent and have a religious ideology to legitimate that violence. 
um, and therefore is the term legit. It's only legit if you're willing to, every time someone commits a terrorist act, slap a religion, whatever religion they are, slap it on there. So the guy that shot up the church, if you're willing to say that's a Christian terrorist problem we have, then I think you can do that. But if you're not willing to address when a when a white American who may be Christian kill you know shoots up an abortion clinic, mm-hmm. and if you're only willing to call that person crazy, then you're not allowed to then say this is an Islamic terrorist. Mm-hmm. Then you're allowed to say this is a crazy person right. who happens to be Muslim. Right. This is a crazy person that happens to be Christian. Which is what happened in Colorado Springs. Happened right? in Colorado Springs. Right. Right. That guy he can't was, even stand trial. He's he's up. Yeah. He's yeah. crazy. Yeah. He's Christian. Mm-hmm. So is it a Christian? I mean, he, he, he's saving the babies. He's the warrior for the babies because in the Christian religion, abortion is horrible, blah, blah, blah. So we're not willing to call it a Christian terrorist, but we can very easily just go, ah, they're, they're, they're Islamic terrorists. That's, that, that's the line I have. I don't mm-hmm. have a lot of lines in life, by the way. I think mm-hmm. you know that. Yeah. I have no lines. But this is a line. This is just right and wrong. If you're not willing to call this guy a Christian terrorist, I've never heard anybody say, we got to call it what it is, guys. We got a Christian terrorist problem here. Right. That's, that doesn't seem to be a problem. There's that guy, if a you remember. A fucking church got shot up. A Anders, church. Anders Breivik, do you remember that name? No. From, um, is he from Rocky? Nor- Norway? <laughs> no. Was that, the, was that the Russian and Rocky? <laughs> no. What was his name? By the way, points right here if you name his name. Right. Right. What was so his name? Uh, Dolph Lundgren. Whoa! Yes, Rocky Four, <laughs> dude. Yes, much respect. Yes, exactly. Right exactly. I By redeem myself from Goodfellas. <laughs> wow. By the way, yeah. Italians right yeah. now are rooting you on. Yeah, yeah. That guy is <laughs> as an enemy to the Italian race as much as uh, Giuliani, right, and, right. and the DA. He's actually German. <laughs> no, but, but he's Russian. But he's Russian in the movie, yeah, yeah, right? German. Yeah, yeah. That poor um, guy. He never had a career. He's, he's you hate it. Remember yeah. when we were kids? You watch that movie. You hate that guy. I know. I know. That poor. What did he ever do after that? I Nothing. Don't know. I don't know. He. Um, I think he did a couple movies. Yeah, maybe, you can't name maybe. one. Yeah, I can't. That was one. good. Though. No, that was by the, the way, that was a good career. One. That was a good one. I didn't know his name. That was lie. when Rocky was like. Um, remember, he was like moving boulders and stuff, and he then, was hitting the meat. Yeah, he had, he had the meat, but he also had like. He was like living in a barn in Russia. Yeah, right. the guy was on. Dolph, the guy was taking Dolph shit. Rog- yeah, Dolph Lundgren had everything. Right, he was on like a treadmill with twenty. Like, uh, the night before they're shooting him up, like overnight steroids work. <laughs> oh, the Soviet time. The eighties were okay. great. Yeah. Weren't they just ignorance? Mm. Wonderful ignorance. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right. I agree with you. With with in terms of say um, that again, bro. I agree with you. That's right. I agree with you. I agree Take that to your in, professors. But in in terms of sort of using basically adjectives, right? If you're going to use the one adjective to describe this type of terrorism, then you probably should for for others. But the code, of course, is that when you just don't use the word terrorism, and that's the thing is that when you said, "Oh, it's just terrorism." In the media, when that word is used, that's always comes with the subtext of there must be a Muslim involved. Nine eleven, dude. Right. I understand that. By the way, can I? I would think if you if you were to tonight call me, but hey, there's a terrorist attack in whatever. I probably because I'm trained would think, fuck, you know, Muslims, because. That's what we're made to believe. 9-11 sucked. That totally sucked. And that was in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Really, I think in most people's lifetime, that was like 
that was a real real bad moment for the world. Right. Unfortunately, it happened at Muslim hands right. uh, for people that wanted to kill us. And so I don't, you know, before September 11th, I never, we never talked about terrorists. Like, I don't ever remember being like, oh, terrorists. That wasn't really a thing. Yeah, and the Oklahoma we were afraid bombing of. had already happened too. Yeah, but they didn't call him a terrorist. They called that a crazy guy. That that, I, that was not a terrorist to me. That was a crazy white guy. <laughs> that blew up a building and that's the that's what we're talking about right here is that i should that should have been my first um real uh encounter with terrorism right that should be i should when you say terrorism i, sh I should think of timothy mcveigh mm -hmm. the so you're allowed to think that the charges against mcveigh were conspiracy to use weapon of mass destruction use of weapon of mass destruction destruction of uh, by explosive government property and first degree murder no terrorism charges. If you did that, right? You're you're born in India. Mm -hmm. You're an American. If you yeah. did that, what would they have called you? You'd have been like they. In, the guy was born in India. <laughs> That's what would have happened. That's gotta make Some, you mad. I'm white, right? I got this thing. I if I did that, I would have got the same charges. In. But if you one of you guys did that because mm -hmm. the color of your skin, you guys know. They'd have come up with a reason connected it to India, it, without a doubt. They would have ethnicized it. Somehow. They would have ethnicized yeah. it. Yeah, isn't that yeah. fucked up? And a hundred years ago, they would have ethnicized it for you too. Yeah, tell right, right, right. Yeah, I'm yes. very removed yes. from that. But right, trust me, right. I, the story is fascist or a communist. By the Italian. way, the yeah. stories have been yeah. passed down. That's <laughs> why <laughs> right. so we're fans of Rocky. Right, by right, the way, right, right. Let's move on. I'm okay. over this. Okay, I was actually, and I, you know, I'm, I'm sparing of my compliments of Hillary Clinton, as you know, but, but I was actually happy with her response um, to me Trump. Me too. Um, and me too. I found myself for the first time in my life yeah. being like, you go, girl? Yeah, I was just like, okay, <laughs> yes. All right, thank you. Thank you. you know, I know. You know, it's, it's that's also, how bad it well, is. Well, that's the thing is that because he's like, so egregious. He's so bad. We're uh, like, Hillary, you're that, amazing. That please say something semi-rational, right? Um, We're going to have no problem humane, voting for her. Right, right. We're going to have no problem voting for her now. I Yeah. I mean, It's going to be easy. It's... Here's the thing is that I think this is this is one of those moments, right? There's one of those moments where there's a sort of stark difference um, where, you know, there's a crisis situation, you know, all sorts of issues in American society come up and you get Trump's response and you get Hillary Clinton's response. Which, by the way, this is the first time I think I saw Hillary Clinton. I didn't... She didn't feel politicized. She didn't seem scripted. It was really right? weird. Yeah, yeah I'm this sure she a, was though. But I mean, yeah, yeah but I think but, she actually believed. But actually what she believed said. it. Yeah, right. Because right. you know, I, I, there's there's a group of people Hillary Clinton probably really likes. It's the gay community. I mean, I think m most of right. my gay friends are totally Hillary right. supporters. Right, as of like two months ago. Right. Whatever. But, <laughs> sorry, sorry to get that in there. You had to get it in <laughs> to get in the jab. Fair yeah. enough. And you're right. You're right. right you're right. right. She was against gay marriage mm -hmm. not even six years ago. But bottom line, let bygones be bygones in the Clinton campaign. <laughs> yes, That's what yes, everyone yes. seems to be doing right, except for us. Right, right. So let's just join that band club. Yeah. And she actually did a really good job. It's the first compliment in how many episodes we're giving to Hillary Clinton yeah. campaign. <laughs> yes. Well yes. done. Thank you, Hillary. You psychopath. <laughs> As which should we look up? I wonder which country she'll bomb next right okay. yeah. <laughs> she's polishing the bombs right. like, yes! right. Right. all right what do we watch now for this okay week? so um what a sad podcast we're eating burgers without buns and I talking know. about death there was it was this is sad it's a fitting meal what, right do you think we're gonna lose viewers unless yeah, right. it's listeners by the way 
I know. I work in TV. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, bet, I, know. You know, I can only do this. By the way, we recommend listening to some Fiona Apple after this right. podcast to really... Uh, right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Tori Amos, maybe. <laughs> Tori Amos. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anything from Lilith Fair okay? yeah, from, yeah, yeah. get the Lilith Fair greatest <laughs> right, hits right, exactly uh, and play Lilith it after balance. this podcast yeah. to, yeah. to prolong the feeling that you're feeling right exactly. now that we've, I've drawn out of you Absolutely. what are we watching out for okay so um, now this is real it's likely next week Supreme Court okay um, I can't. <laughs> Gee. Listen, this is June. It's late June. This is when I'm, this happens, right? This is when are, this happens. By the way, people are furious at you. This you got to come up with okay, something. No, different. no. Listen, but th- but this is you're this obsessed. Is, I'm not obsessed. This is an annual you are thing. Obsessed. It's a seasonal thing. Nobody right? thinks about the Supreme Court unless there's a massive decision that we're all okay. Talking I'm going to give you three decisions that they're likely going to be releasing next week, and they're all interestingly come from Texas. Um, one is the major case on affirmative action, uh, Fisher v. Texas, uh, which is Abigail Fisher's case about uh, getting to UT Austin and so on. I won't go into the details, but it's basically on whether um, public universities can have affirmative action with race as a metric. Okay, so that's one, right? So affirmative action I'll itself, rule right is, now. is it constitutional? I'm going to rule on each one of these. Yes. Okay. Fine. All this right. is how easy it is. By the way, Supreme Court judges, <laughs> easiest job in the world. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, for all the Supreme Court judges listening right now, this is how easy your job is. First one. Listen, I have a, what, what do they say? Yes the, or in no? In the 1960s. Yeah or nay? Listen, what do they say? Let me just point this out. In the 1960s, yeah, there was a case. It was a Baker v. Carr, where two Supreme Court justices literally could not decide and had nervous breakdowns and, and ended their careers because yeah. they couldn't decide. they're biatches. <laughs> right. Watch this shit right now. This is, by the way, I know this is going to come as a shock. I have no legal training. Okay. All first right. one, first one. All right. Here's my gavel. <laughs> For it. Okay. Next. All right. So how easy their job could right. be, by the way. Again, Texas, um, Texas passed a pretty draconian law that basically effectively shut down almost all abortion clinics. Yeah. And that was has been challenged, and so they're going to rule on that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, here, ready? Yeah. Open them back up. <laughs> okay. Let's kill, let's let's have more abortions. <laughs> and then finally, Texas is the lead state uh, amongst I think a dozen other states that are challenging President Obama's executive order on deportation relief. Um, so he signed an executive order basically saying that children of families that might be deported will not be sort of sought out. Let them stay. They're kids, okay. assholes. <laughs> okay, we'll see. That's we'll how see. easy being a Supreme Court justice is. By the way, was that not easy? And you agree, <laughs> by the way, you both agree with me because you're normal. Their job is a joke. That's how easy it is. I would be eating pizza at lunch right now. How much they get paid? Tons of money. What do they work? A couple hours a week? My <laughs> God, I should go to law school. You should. Anyway, yeah. let's, uh, we'll, we'll be back next week. This is No Politics at the Dinner Table, produced by Jeep Bader Roy. Yes. Who we always forget to say that. By the way. You've been better. Can, by I, the can way. I say something? Yeah. I would say the best part of the podcast is not you and I. <laughs> not you and me? Or not yeah, you and I? Not you and me. Yeah. And not my English. <laughs> it's, it's the music in between our segments. Absolutely. Guess who does all that? Jeep not Adoray. us. Fucking yeah. Jeep Beto right, right there. That's Guy's right. a genius. Yeah, he is. Yes. Yeah. And he's not for sale. He's ours. <laughs> Losers. We'll see you next week. See you next week. See you next week.